Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to the pod. I'm your host, Jill Perrig, and I'm a business mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome. And if you are new here, you're probably here because of the three-part series, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. And this is part two of the series. When you are an online coach who is currently selling, but you still don't have clients yet. So we're gonna go through all of the things that you may not have thought of or the things that you need to kind of work on in order to eventually get those clients and overcome the imposter syndrome that comes with the fact that you're selling and you actually haven't seen any clients yet. Firstly, I just want to say that we are getting so close to the doors reopening for the Worthy Woman Method. This is my signature group coaching program. It is a lifetime access container, which means you get lifetime access to group coaching calls, a Slack community, and the client portal, which has so many resources in there for building your coaching business and selling confidently, overcoming imposter syndrome, and the limiting beliefs that are holding you back and really scaling your business in a way that feels good to you and is actually in alignment with your goals. This is something that I feel like not a lot of coaches talk about is they talk about building a business and getting the clients and doing all those things. But I care about your life. Like I care about are you building a business that is conducive to your life and to your actual values? And are you working towards a life that you want, not just a business that you want? That is so important to me. The holistic overview of your business and your life is so important to me. And if you ask any of my clients they'll tell you how much I love them and how much I support them, not only in their business, but also in their personal life. And I am somebody who made over $200,000 while working a full-time job. And now I am doing this full-time as of May and things are just getting better and better. I'm so excited for the doors to reopen. We already have an amazing group of ladies inside. And like I said, it's lifetime access, which is literally amazing. Lifetime access to a coach. So good. So you can go to the link in my show notes and sign up for the wait lists. And there you will save $222 if you decide to enroll when we reopen those doors in August. So let's get to it. Overcoming imposter syndrome when you're selling. So you're showing up, you're doing the content, you're selling on your social media, but you have no clients. So this one thing that I actually didn't write down on my notes here, but something that just came up for me is the fact that are you in alignment with thoughts around selling? So it's really funny because I was actually having a conversation with one of my clients the other day. We started talking about selling because she's about to have a baby and she was like, yeah, like I'm trying to do this course so I can sell and stuff when I have the baby and everything. And I was like, yeah, like you can still show up and sell. You're expelling the same kind of energy when you show up and give value, give value in quotations because selling is valuable, but you're expelling the same amount of energy when you are just showing up and giving value versus showing up and actually selling your offer. And then she immediately jumped into this conversation about DMs exhaust her and she knows she has to just like, start direct selling in the DMs. And I was like, whoa, I didn't say anything about the DMs. So she had thoughts around 
DMs and how that was one of the only surefire ways to sell. So it's so important for you to check in with those thoughts and your feelings around selling because if you're currently showing up and selling right now, but you're not making any sales, there may be some thoughts that you're having about how you're supposed to be selling what you're supposed to be saying, what your content should say, those could all be thoughts and beliefs that you're currently having about selling in general and even about money in general that are affecting your ability to sell efficiently. So that's something that I didn't exactly write down, but it's definitely something that's really important. I know that when I started out and I was like in the online space for a while, so I was selling but I didn't have any clients yet I had a lot of thoughts around selling was sleazy and gross and I didn't want to like offend anybody and I didn't really believe in my price so I had thoughts around that so there was a lot of drama there so check in with your thoughts and your beliefs around selling and then I have here alignment barometer so kind of similar but are you in alignment with how much time you have and how much mental energy you have to give to these new clients. So what happens is sometimes we have the subconscious block where we are, so for those of you who don't know, I am certified in neurolinguistic programming. I am a master practitioner and that is delving with the subconscious mind. The subconscious is the biggest part of your brain. It is responsible for all your experiences and thoughts and the way you act and the way that you are, where your conscious brain, so what you consciously think is only like 1%, but your subconscious mind really runs the show. So you could have a subconscious block where you're telling yourself, well, I work full time and I already don't have enough time to do my content for Instagram, how am I going to make time for a client? This could be going in the back of your head. So you could be forward facing selling and being like, yeah, work with me one on one. But is it actually in alignment with your time and your resources, not even just your physical resources, but your mental resources? I know that for me, before the pandemic, I worked in an office for my full time job. And then we went to work from home. And I did that for a year before I ended up actually leaving this past May. But before when I was in the office and doing my business, I would be forward facing selling in terms of being like, yeah, I can handle this many clients and I want this many clients. But I had a block because I actually didn't have the time to take on as many clients as I was telling myself I wanted. I also had a client who she said, I want 10 one-to-one clients or no, I think she said she wanted 15. And as soon as she said that, I was like, you don't want 15 one-to-one clients. Like that's 15 hours of your week and you work full-time and a part-time job. That's impossible, you know? And that's not to say that anything is possible because it is, but we also have to look at Where are you subconsciously blocking yourself with regards to your saying consciously, yes, I want all these clients, but are you actually making mental and physical and emotional room for these new things that you are bringing into your orbit, especially because your life will look differently when you begin working with clients. And of course, in part three, we talk about all the imposter syndrome and stuff that comes up for you when you are actually working with clients but are you in alignment with the time and the mental energy and the physical energy that you will have to expel when you actually do sign a client another thing too is are you ready to take on a client I've had 
clients who say like, yep, I'm ready to go, but they have so much resistance. They don't have a link in their bio. They don't have something where they're going to onboard their client. There's not enough things in place where like if somebody were to drop in and say, hey, I want to work with you right now, would you be able to smoothly take them on? Or would you have resistance to that? And again, we go full into this within the Worthy Woman Method in my signature group coaching program that is lifetime access. But it's really important to pay attention to, is it easy right now for someone to drop in and work with you? Are you making it easy? You could be showing up and saying, okay, I have a spot open for one-to-one coaching, but are you making it easy for them to actually drop in and not only physically making it easy, but also mentally for yourself making it easy? Or is there something there that's stopping you because of fear? So are you saying I'm ready for a client, but then you're thinking to yourself, but I don't know what I do when I actually would get a client and therefore you're creating these blocks or this resistance to actually getting the client. It's a little bit confusing when I say it like that, but I promise you it is more rampant than you think when it comes to when you're selling but don't have any clients yet. Now, what's behind your why to sign clients? I think that when I say that, I am so aware that we could have shame around getting clients. So when I first started, I would tell myself that, oh, I'm here to change the world. But actually, a girl just wanted to make some money to pay off her debt, you know. And for so long, I felt so shameful about it. But I just want you to know that that is a piece of you that feels unsafe. So there's a piece of you that feels unsafe with money. And if your reasoning for doing this online coaching business is to help you make more money so you can support your family or even just support yourself and do the things you want to do, that is a way for you to cultivate safety for yourself you're trying to make sure that your needs are met first and your needs need to be met first before you can think about the rest of the world I used to tell myself that I was such a bad person for this but really I had to get rid of that shame because as soon as I started to feel like comfortable with my money and I did a lot of work on my mindset around managing my money and once I really started to see the results in my business I realized, oh, I do have a bigger purpose for the world. I actually do really want to help the world. I just needed to take care of me first. So I want you to know that there is no room in this place for shame or guilt about you wanting to make money. That is okay. That is good. You need to take care of yourself first. So if your why behind signing clients is to make money, what's the money for? Like, how are you going to use the money Where are you going to put the money? How are you going to manage it instead of just shaming yourself for thinking, I want to make money and making yourself feel like a fraud because of that. So I know that this is something that not everybody will be able to relate to, but I know that there's at least somebody out there. But I know that a piece of my own imposter syndrome was the fact that I really felt like I just wanted to make money and that really blocked my ability to feel good about myself and really put a lot of guilt and shame on myself. So when I was selling, I was aware that I had thoughts around who I was and that I was a mean or bad person. And that really affected my selling because I was like, oh, well, I just want to sign this client so I can get their money. But it wasn't about getting their money. Like when it actually happened, I was like, oh, like I really do want to help this person. I just needed to feel 
good and safe and comfortable and know that I can do this. So if you're feeling like, oh shit, like Jill kind of just outed me with regards to coming into the online space and having a side business to make money, first of all, let's look at your thoughts and beliefs around making money. Patriarchal society tells us that we shouldn't care about money and that we shouldn't talk about it, we shouldn't boast about it, and that is primarily the reason that a lot of us come into the space is to make money so we can support ourselves and live the lives that we want. And remember that money is what makes the world go round. It's how we get our resources. It's how we travel. It's how we do so many things that we need to do and things that we want to do and there's nothing wrong with it. So there's nothing wrong with the fact that you want to make money. So take that shame off the table and know that you are a good person and that you really just desire to feel safe and maybe shift that a little bit when thinking about getting clients is that like you are going to be able to feel safe and do the things that you want to do when you work with these people and also know that working with clients is going to help you discover that purpose that you really have for yourself and for the world that purpose that you have for changing the world even if it's not here right this second I swear there's something inside of you especially being in a helping profession such as coaching that you have a desire to change the world in some way so it's there just Right now, you're desiring to feel safe and your needs are superseding the needs of the rest of the world. Like I said before, you need to clean up what you think about what happens when you're going to start with a client. So we kind of talked about this in the beginning, but you need to like clean up your thoughts around, okay, I'm going to start working with this client and then what? You know, like, are you going to work with them for three months what are you going to help them with? What's the program that you're going to take them through? Or what are the things you want to focus on? You need to clean up those things because if you have fear or doubt or imposter syndrome around those things, it's going to affect your selling and you're again going to create those resistant blocks to actually signing the client you're gonna like half sell on your stories or in your content but you're not gonna be confident in it because there's gonna be fear and doubt there in terms of like can I actually help somebody or is it actually conducive for my lifestyle is it actually conducive to the results that I want to get for somebody really clean up those thoughts something that will really help you here too is can you sell yourself on one result that you can get for them so this is really similar to the first part of the series from last week where we talked about how you should sell yourself on the current skills and experience and education that, that you already have so for this week can you sell yourself on one result that you can get your ideal client can you sell yourself on one thing that you can help them get and don't worry it doesn't need to be this life-changing life-altering life-shifting thing can you sell yourself on the result of help them lose 10 pounds? Can you sell yourself on the result of helping them improve their relationship to themselves or their relationship to sexuality? Can you sell yourself on at least one result and then dig into what that result is going to look like? What do you think is going to change in their life or change in their business or change in their health and fitness? Whatever niche you're in, can you sell yourself on, first of all, what result you desire to get for them and 
what that result will look like. And that will really help you think like, oh God, if I can do this, everything else is just a bonus. If I can sell to them the fact that they're going to get this result, any other part of their life or personal relationship to themselves that's positively impacted is just going to be a bonus. Sometimes we think we need to promise the sun, the moon, and the stars to people because a lot of people who are in the game for a long time like me we are selling a lifestyle we are selling like a way of being that is very life altering and I'm really confident in the fact that I can change somebody's life no problem but in the beginning if I would have started with that in terms of being like I can change someone's life that would have been way too scary to even think about and I wasn't ready for that I knew deep down that I was capable of it but I needed to work on my skills and work on my coaching and work on my way to that so I just started with I can help you with your imposter syndrome I can help you with those thoughts of I'm not good enough I could devise a plan or work on some things so they could at least see themselves in a different light than what they were currently looking at and now I have transitioned into being able to help people with all types of limitations and stories and things that tell them that like they're not good enough and that they can't do this business but I transitioned into that right like I work towards that so Start with one result that you can help somebody with and really sell yourself on that result and what the things in their life will look like when they've actually achieved that one result and then just see everything else as a fucking bonus. All the other things that could potentially happen for them that you probably never could even imagine. Think about that when it comes to creating results for somebody focus on the fact that you only need to sell yourself on one result. And another thing that I really want to touch on quickly is content. So there's a lot of different thoughts around content and creating it. And what I find is that some people see it as transactional. So we talk about this a lot within the Worthy Woman Method. We talk about how A lot of online entrepreneurs and online coaches see content as transactional. So they put out their content and they expect a return. They put out their content and they expect it to convert, especially because there are people in the industry who say, oh, purchase this course for content that converts. And realistically, your content is an ever building library. It is something that is constantly growing and is working towards the greater good for you is working towards your greater result. So if we look at nine to five and your employee brain, your employee brain clocks in and clocks out and you get paid for those hours. You are exchanging your time for money and it's hour by hour, minute by minute. But when it comes to your online business, you are putting in the work that may not be transactional at this time, but you are getting the reward in bigger, better ways, but you're not doing the exchange for time and money. So you have to put some of the work in first before you actually see the result from it. And that is what content does for you. But here's the amazing thing. You could do a post from like six months ago And now somebody could drop in and see that post and be like, oh shit, I need to work with her and sign up to work with you. When you put that out six months ago and you were sitting there waiting for a response that didn't come, you could let yourself be 
disappointed about that and then stop doing content or think that it's not working but then if you don't continue to build upon that then that person wouldn't have been able to find you you know what i'm saying when we think about content we have to think about compound interest so everything that you're doing is building upon each other for the greater good for the greater result again it's not going to be transactional when you're doing content and that's why you can't focus on the vanity metrics people can like your post and comment on your post but that doesn't mean they're going to pay you and somebody could be watching all of your stories but that doesn't mean that they're going to pay you on the flip side somebody could watch one of your stories and decide to work with you somebody could drop in and see your post and not even interact with your post at all and decide to work with you you truly don't know when it comes to social media and I think I was saying this on Instagram stories last week but we need to treat ourselves that part of us that gets like arrogant and assumptive when it comes to our social media we tell ourselves it's not working but you need to treat that part of you as your inner teenager teenagers think that they know everything teenagers think like nobody wants to hear what I have to say and I'm not good enough and this content isn't good enough whatever And you need to be the adult in this relationship and say, listen, I know you think that, but it's actually not true. That's not actually true that nobody cares what you have to say. Anything could happen. You have to reparent your inner teenager. Because, you know, we've all been there where we were like, our parents don't understand us or the adults in our life don't get it, but they actually do get it. And they're just humans doing the damn thing too. And you're just an ignorant, arrogant teenager who thinks that they know everything. And that's the same with your content is like you can't focus on the vanity metrics. You can't focus on the fact that it's not instantly transactional because you're just heading in a way that is going to get you to change everything up stop being consistent stop showing up at all because you're constantly convincing yourself that it's not working quote unquote it's not working you know so instead adopt the belief that it's always working everything is working I believe that my reels even if they're the the dumbest reel in the world I believe it's working I believe everything I put out there is working for me because I don't know. I truly don't know what piece of content is going to change somebody's life. I will see something that I wrote that was so basic to me, a concept that was so basic to me and somebody was like, wow, this is so smart, Jill. This is so great. Thank you so much. And I'm like, oh shit, this felt so basic to me. So when it comes to your content, just believe that it's always working for you. Everything that you're doing and that you're working towards within your social media, all the content that you've written and all the pictures and everything, believe that it's all working for you. Especially because like you're only going to improve on that skill of writing to convert you're only going to improve with how you show up and if you give up now you won't have the opportunity to continue and to show up in that way so believe that it is always working for you so let's talk about your journal prompt for this week your journal prompt is is there any resistance to working with a client right now And it can be a new client, it can be your first client, but whatever you want to put, check your brain and see if there is any resistance. Just dump it all out and pay attention to those blocks that are coming up for you that may stop you from working with your first client, a new client. And 
be honest with yourself. Be honest. Like, is there fear about signing this first client? Do I think I don't have the right onboarding materials? Do I think that I don't have the time? Am I telling myself that I can't get results for somebody? So once you do that, I want you to dump it all out. And then I want you to get on the wait list for the Worthy Woman Method because that is all we do within the method. We do group coaching twice a week because of the time zones and it is lifetime access to group coaching, to investigating those nooks and crannies in your brain to help you identify what's really holding you back, what resistance is there and clearing out all the gunk so you can have the best business and the best life possible. So link in my show notes to sign up for the wait list and save $222 on enrollment. If you decide to enroll, we reopen the doors in August. And again, this is a lifetime access group coaching container, the Worthy Woman Method. There is already a group of amazing women inside who are ready to meet you and support you in your business. So thank you guys so much for coming to part two of this series of overcoming imposter syndrome. I'll see you next week for part three. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.